always, this podcast does not contain any financial advice, either from the podcast owners or its guests. We are, however, smooth-brained apes who just love the stock. Oh, hello. Wasn't expecting you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess what? I'll tell you who you weren't expecting. This man! Josh! (laughs) We've got an extra guest. Welcome to the Great Escape, Josh. Oh, Welcome, thanks for dude. Having me, man. <laughs> no problem. So Josh reached out to us. So we actually uh, took a piece of Josh's um, DD last week, and he messaged us and went, "Hey, do you fancy a bit of a collab?" And we're like, "Yeah, that sounds great." So uh, Josh is in our time zone, so it's much easier to do a collab when somebody's in the same time zone as you. So, so welcome, Josh. Well, Thank you for reaching out to us. What did you call yeah. it, Sam? What did you call it? Oh, what? When we're getting together, it's yeah. a pod crash rather than just a podcast. It's a, a pod, pod crash. crash. Possibly the world's first pod crash. Don't know. Possibly. 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 Like, we should ring Guinness World, world Records. Or just mm. Guinness and get some alcohol. One or the other. I'm not bothered. Just ring Guinness. So, let, me, uh, let, let, me plug, let me plug Josh for a second. Here he is. Say hello. Um, Cheers. <laughs> uh, Josh. So his Twitter hello. handle is at give underscore me underscore the gist. And he has some awesome websites, so YouTube. So also, um, we should be streaming on Josh's web on YouTube channel as well. We uh, are. Which, I've checked. It's working. We are. Well, that's we're good on. news. Yeah, I've not checked. We're normally not... not... plagued by technical issues on this podcast. But <laughs> fingers crossed, all going well so far. And, no, and it does appear to be working. It, it is. And the gist has a website. So Josh, you want to give 30 seconds of what the gist is and what it's all about? Uh, yeah, basically most of it is my uh, podcast. So it's like me having conversations with people that I find interesting. I try and find people that have perspectives that you maybe wouldn't usually hear from um, while we discuss like more topical issues. And I try to like get a good understanding of what someone's actually like what their argument actually is, because I'm noticing like weirdly more and more that people on either side of the political aisle don't understand the arguments of their opponent. Um, or like people on, on the side of any issue, it doesn't even have to be specifically politics. They just don't get, they don't understand like what the other person's argument is. And um, I think that's really important to like, A, solidifying your own and B, like understanding the issue and also not hitting the, your opponent on whatever issue it happens to be. Because that's generally what happens is like, you just think they're they're wrong because they're an awful person, basically. And I, I find that that's very rarely the case. Like, there's just dicks <laughs> everywhere. So it's not, it's not, like, specific okay. to one opinion or the other. So, yeah, I just try and find people that I can chat to that are, uh, yeah, talking about interesting things and have, like, well-thought-out perspectives. And I like, love a bit of financial corruption. And, uh, yeah, that's how <laughs> I stumbled across GameStop um, all these months ago at this point, 18 months ago. Don't we? Yeah, we all have a little bit a of financial corruption, don't we? Yeah, Sorry, mate. Go on, go on. It feels. I'm just saying. It feels longer than 18 months now. It feels like um, almost a lifetime of this. It. it, it yeah, it does. Hoddling. I mean, you know, it, it has been. It has been a lifetime, but the we all know the hedges weren't going to just capitulate and die, were they? They were, they were going to go down with a massive fight, weren't they? Yeah. Massive fight. So, uh, and that's where we are right now. And I think we're getting to the point where, and we've talked about this before. We're getting to the point now where. Um, factors outside of the US, factors that they can't control and now taking a hold that is driving a different way of their doing things, which is why we're seeing things like crypto uh, getting attacked. Anyway, we'll come on to that in a second because crypto is part of our five in five. Um, right. What are you drinking, Sam? 
I'm drinking some whiskey. I'm sorry. Homer's ghost just put mayonnaise in the comments and it just made me chuckle quickly. And I just caught it out of the corner of my eye and just um, made me chuckle. But I'm drinking um, whiskey, white and McKay, white and McKay, however you want to pronounce it. Simple as. That's me done. No beer, no cups of tea this time. Straight on the whiskey. Straight on the whiskey. Yeah. Josh, what are you having? I have got some Czech beer called Staropramen. Staropramen. Yeah, I like, I like that. It was on offer one day I was there, so I'm still drinking my way through. I love Staropramen. Love yeah. Staropramen. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, good. It's quite sweet. It's it okay is. for his lager, isn't it, Staropramen? It's, it's like, yeah, I, I it's good. A pint or two of that every now and again. It is, it is good shizzle. Um, I are currently on um, this stuff here. So um, I'm going to suggest you're never going to get this in the US, uh, but this is from a, a brewery in Buxton, which is actually in between where I live and Sam lives. And uh, my friend brought this over. It is a very beautiful part of the world. And this is probably one of the nicest beers I've drunk for a long, long time. And I do drink quite a lot of beer. So uh, there you go. That's, uh, that's good. So that's the Bu- Buxton Brewery. And then there's Chasers. I've got a caramel mousse, and I've also got a Moore's Beer Company. So these are from Beer 52. So I'm plugging Beer 52. They've not sponsored this podcast, but if you'd like to sponsor this podcast and give myself, Josh, and Sam some beer, that would be very good. And we'll continue to absolutely plug what they do. So Beer 52 have a beer subscription, and I've subscribed to it, and I love it. And to finish it all off... The bottle of the Farag, and if I'm alive after all of this, then it will be a miracle. Wow, so, you're on it. Yeah, you are on it tonight, dude. Man, I've only got a few beers in the fridge. I quite trust you, Sam. I'll have to get some to get, get some sense to you now. Like, uh, curry, no, I'm curry some to, beers. I'm just, I'm just trying to spot what's in the like the the leftover alcohol spirits that are sitting on top of my cupboard. <laughs> Everyone has like, yeah, about six or seven bottles with just little bits in the bottom that is, it was just too much to have on that night. It's like, oh, another day. <laughs> Oh. This, not this, this woman can't believe that we're planning to drink that much in 60 minutes oh like, no been drinking with, with like so, people from the uk <laughs> irish people we did a we did a podcast with um cosmic lightning warrior and by the end of it it was about two hours i was that drunk i fell asleep under my desk it was still live and i was passed out i was absolutely on my ass drunk I think no, I I've never had more than two bottles. beers during a during a podcast, but then I'm the one doing the interview, so I, and I, I, I haven't got anyone sat down long enough to get them to get really trashed with them yet. It'll come eventually once I get a studio, I uh, well, get like people in. Absolutely, absolutely, right. Um, ah, loads to cover. I don't know whether we want to start. I don't know where we want to start with it. The super obvious place to start because that's probably the biggest topic we've got for today do it just jump in let's start there let's jump in right so we are obviously going to start with let me share my screen because i have not shared my screen let me do it um oh where is it where's it gone window word the big topic of the week obviously is r kelly getting 30 years that's what we're going to discuss, isn't it? That could be that could be a topic we might ever go on to once I've had all this drunk, drunk all this beer and all this whiskey. How amazing would it be if Kenny ended up sharing a cell with R. Kelly? R. Kelly. R. Kelly, huh? R. Kelly got more R. Kelly got more years than Disney and Maxwell. I know. I I know that. That's 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 like the most bu- most bizarre, non-bizarre thing. <laughs> God, God knows. I mean, it, there's some really good memes out there. 
Some really good memes out there. Trafficking uh, kids to nobody must be like must must not be looked at as that bad. Like if there's uh, if there's no one, no clients, then she was just send it's like the elevator to nowhere. Like Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, Sorry, absolutely. Dark sense of no, no, no. You're gonna yeah. fit in beautifully here, Josh. The darker the better. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna start with this. So last so last week our podcast probably wasn't the best podcast we've ever done. And and there was not much to talk about and we're both we're really tired. tired. Yeah, we've not done much research. It'd be one of those weeks. And we managed to waffle on for an hour and six minutes anyway. Uh, we did. We did. And then and then we were whinging and moaning that we'd have anything to talk about. And then literally the next day, <laughs> yeah. the next day, this beauty came out. This beauty <laughs> made it into our inboxes and... And changed and just really confirmed all the stuff that we've been banging on about for the last what eighteen months mm. in one. And I'm and I'm I don't know what not to say. Josh, what's your view on this? <laughs> There's so much to cover on this one. It's like it's it's getting to a point where like they're openly just telling us that like they're just saying like this is how bad it is. This is how, how like blatantly that you can break the law, and and we will literally do nothing about it. We will actually write it in our report. Like we will not like try and hide it. We will not bury the report. We will not classify it. We will not even like put it in such horrendously unreadable form and language that no one would dare trawl their way through. It's like we're just gonna write down how criminal this is, and then we're gonna publish it and do fucking nothing. Like exactly. it's just like it's, it's just a big fuck you. It's just like yeah, there's like some yeah they, they break the law, so you know, like I described it with my friend, right? As as like you walk into the police station, right, with the murder victim, like hand them your fingerprints and the weapon you killed them with, and then just walk out, and they're like, all right, like in what world is this okay? It, it is absolutely mental. It, it, it's just beyond beyond crazy. This it's beyond crazy. Like like you say, all the things they do, even the DTCC waving um, margin calls and whatnot. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's like I mean, everybody so, is completely corrupt. But right, so we knew they waved the margin calls, right? Like we knew that already because they admitted it in like March, I think, um, yeah. in a letter um, from the head of the NSCC, um, as far as I'm aware. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But we knew that they'd waived the margin calls for like a full week, right? And someone who made this really brilliant point to me, and they were just like, look, if, if there's like, if the rules are there with this, like the way they calculate it, it's like black box algorithm. But like they know what's in it, but no one else does. Like the Twitter algorithm <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, so like they, they calculate it in order to like assume that you have the money to cover whatever the positions are, right? And the really weird system is just saying like, you are not so leveraged up or like the, the positions that your clients have taken are not like putting you at such horrendous systemic risk that you have no way to finance these positions if anything even like slightly goes wrong. That's what the, that is for, right? And so they have this like super complicated algorithm that calculates like what it should be. And it was like flashing like fucking red signals, like the, yeah. the, like absolutely like worrying like you know that you know that SpongeBob meme inside his head where he's like going around and tearing everything out of the, yeah. out of the drawers yeah. and the right. That's what was happening at the DTCC when they saw Robin Hood's <laughs> fucking position, right? 
And then Robin Hood was just like, ah, well, we don't really want to pay that. And then, and they were like, well, can we pay a bit less? And then I negotiated down and down and down and down until they just decided to waive them for everybody in the entire market, right? So what the fuck is the point in this fucking algorithm and these limits that they set in order to like keep the market from being like really, really, really stupid risky? If they just get rid of the fucking thing whenever it gets really, really, really risky. Yeah. Exactly. It's so much so much so that actually this picture here, this picture of a truck falling off the edge of a cliff was a real meme that was posted internally on Robin Hood's yeah. chatbot that it said like this is this is us right now it says the problem is right now we look like this literally driving themselves off the edge of a cliff and that was something that robin hood memed to themselves so this is from uh i, I mean this is all over twitter if you're an ape yeah. you'll see it everywhere uh, but this is from um amc cheerleader so uh, at amc uh cheerleader uh, who's made the show a few times before and um yeah the next one up is going to be beautiful we're gonna see them f- uh, fucking fall they're gonna get annihilated wiped off the face of the earth smoked with double triple quadrupled our positions they're gonna drive right into their hole just like they said Yes, exactly if keep, that. If they keep making the hole bigger, they'll just pop out on the other side sooner or later. So let's keep digging, guys. That must be the, the way they're thinking now because they're in far too deep to ever really financially come out unscathed. You know, everyone is being yeah. liquidated at one point sooner or later, but why not keep digging and try and take the whole system down with them? Oh, absolutely. So, um, just to uh, just to quote um, uh, Dave Lauer, so uh, a friend of the podcast, Dave Lauer. Well, Dave. Hi, Dave. Um, so neat how the NSCC recognized the potential for systemic, uh, systemic risk and decided to waive many liquidity charges. Just shows you um, uh, TBTF is alive and well. Uh, get big fast and be confident the rules don't apply to you. So this was the... Um, this was the extract from um, the uh, the testimony, the, uh, the the report that came out about what happened. The NSCC um, wavered the excess capital premium charges for non-payment, and and this was the internal conversation um, at, uh, at at Robinhood. Um, it says, "Ah, we will navigate through this NSCC issue," and then he replied again, saying, "We are we are too big for them to actually shut us down." I mean, wow. I mean. Yeah, he was right. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. ballsy. You know, it's a, it's a it's a brave move, Con. Let's see if it pays off, yeah. and it did pay off for them. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was interesting. But what also this report did? So uh, we've just talked about how it confirmed that we've been right, and we're not tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists and people like yeah. you know the mainstream media have, uh, have 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 not said anything, and I will come back to that in a second. But what did happen? Is this <laughs> trended like a mofo? It went mad. So this is yeah. uh, so this is from Loss. So Loss one one uh, uh, k hustle. Um, 23, 23 and a half thousand tweets. Ken Griffin lied, which obviously you know tweeted uh, has tweeted and consistently tweeted for the last eighteen months. Yeah. But it went bonkers and, and still continues to trend it right was Ken now. Griffith lied under oath and Ken Griffith's um, oh, yeah. corruption. Ken Griffith is not for reason. Everything it was just going mental. So, that, so this is from uh, another friend of the podcast. So uh, AMC tattooed Merm eight at rigged gov. Look at that! How beautiful is that? <laughs> 
Fuck, fuck America, GME Squeeze, Ken Griffin lied under oath, AMC not leaving, uh, Citadel Scandal, AMC Short Squeeze, and Ken Griffin lied, uh, which I cut off, unfortunately, at the bottom. Um, and then it just went crazy. Yeah. Everyone went crazy. Um, this is from Money Fever at Cash Paraxia. AMC, GME, Ken Griffin lied. To be perfectly clear, Ken Griffin lied to Congress. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I forgot to I forgot to mention. So um, I first saw it from um, SQ7. So SQ7, another another friend of hey. the podcast. So yeah. uh, hello, hello. Um, and then we love them. We love them. We do. And then it went crazy. So Ryan at I use name four twenty. We've been saying this for months that Ken Griffin lied, and there he is. I lied under oath. Confirmed. <laughs> but the thing is, we know it now. It's out there. We've all had fun sharing it on Twitter. What's going to happen? Is he going to be charged with anything? Is he going to be indicted? Is he going to be in an investigation? What's going to happen? No. Exactly. I agree. There's no. nothing going to happen. So you can you can do all this lie, all this crime, all this corruption, all everything, lie to Congress under oath, and nothing happened. There's no consequences. So why not carry on doing it? No, exactly, exactly. So uh, just to let you know, when they do decide to do something, um, a person convinced of perjury under federal law may face up to five years in prison. Perjury also carries fines and probation depending on the context and severity of the crime. Now, actually, it's not the amount of jail Which time that... he would be fined, and then they'd walk, it'd be like... Like, oh, yeah, pay this like $900. Oh, yeah, yeah, $4 per you're, license. You're only leaving me with a little bit of carry the rhyme money. Like, what? But, but, and <laughs> this, is the, this is the crux of this. If, if he does not seed folding cash in years, he doesn't know what money looks like. He has like no anymore. idea. He has he a has, man that carries it around for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he brushes the street as he walks. <laughs> but the thing is, right? Thing is, if he is, if he is convicted of perjury, and and he gets a fine. Does that mean it carries um, a uh, a criminal record? Because if you are if you're in America, if you have a criminal record and you okay. work in finance, you can okay. be you can be seen to not be worthy yeah. uh, to to uh, hold a statue within a financial institution. So he might have to step down from from his position and, and let you know some patsy run the company for him instead. So there's other things that he's going to have to consider off the back of this. Well, you know, if he gets, if the SEC actually fucking do anything and get on with it, which God knows what they're going to do. Relying on the SEC doing something. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. That was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, that, um, that image you had of the DTCC with all the alarms going off, that is the per- the meme for that is a perfect that dog at the table saying, this is fine, everything's burning around him. It's just absolutely epitome of that meme. It's like, it is. It um, really is. So um, um, does anyone know who this is? Who's this? Who's this fella? Oh, he's not very cuddly, is he, though? <sighs> I think, I think he's really him. Need to replace the two Ds and put a nut and a tut in there, and I think that's probably about what. <laughs> I think that's probably his real name. So this is Timothy. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his surname. I'm very, we're not very good at this on the Great Escape podcast. Uh, Timothy we, we do ruining people's names. Oh, uh, a lot. Yeah, we a lot. Absolutely. So uh, Timothy Cuddy is his name. The criminal works for the DTCC. Um, oh, Mr. Wait, no, sorry, I've shown the wrong one. There you go. Superstar represent and 
to the moon. Anyway, um, the criminal works the DTCC and is one of the one of the ones that pulled the Bible away from Ken Griffin and Vladdy Boy of Robin Hood. And I suppose a bunch more criminals retweet crazy and I'll buy everyone tacos and ice cream after Morris. <laughs> Thank you very much from Cobra at Gruten58. And that was from Ragnar. Hi, mate. Hope you're well. Hey, Ragnar. We've not seen you for a while on the podcast. We haven't, haven't, we? We haven't yeah. So hope you are well, sir. Yeah. And I hope Las Vegas isn't too hot because uh, it's always too hot. Um, and then Sir, and Sir Jinx5, so Sir Jinx, another friend of the podcast, uh, just read some of the report um, um, at, at the DTCC waived $9.7 billion of collateral deposits. You motherfuckers are crooked <laughs> and need to be ashamed. And FINRA, you're also, path- oh, you're also pathetic. So, yes, they are. Uh, but they're all what's, in it together. What's, what's $10 billion between friends, man? Exactly. Yeah. It's just $10 billion. Like, do you think do you think they need the ten billion? Like it's just they just had it around. It was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's changed down the back of the couch for these boys, but not for Robin Hood. Robin Hood were fucked. Robin Hood were fucked, right? And they and they went to the DTCC and the NSCC and went, uh, we can't pay this. We can't pay this. We're we're going under. And they went, oh, quick, do something. And then they went, hey, we'll just wave everything. Yeah. And they waved it. And and I that's as simple as that. Never happened. What money? What 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 money? Well, okay. this goes back to the house of cards thing, right? So, Josh, we've been talking about this house of cards where if one little bit of it falls over, the whole thing's just going to collapse in on itself. And you know that would have been the house of card effect. Forget just the meme stocks. Forget the GME. Sorry, I hate to say that the GME and the AMC stuff and and Nokia and all the other ones that were in the mix at the time. I think it would have collapsed banking. I think the whole thing just would have come falling down. And they knew that. They knew that, and I think there's other people that knew that that said, "Listen, just, just, just let them get on with it. Just, just forget it happened." These motherfuckers then, have super glued those cards together by now. That house of cards, but they haven't. Sell a tape together. They haven't. So it's probably you've got to come at it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Some lighter yeah. fluid and a um, a little lighter there. Set it on yeah. fire. So, um, Abigail uh, Shaka- uh, Shapiro, PhD. Shapiro. Shapiro. Shapiro, Shapiro, Shapiro. Um, hey, DCCC, why do imagining uh, requirements exist if they're waiver, if they become necessary? <laughs> I just thought that was the best yeah. way to sum this up. Yeah, margin requirements exist before, because because they need to exist. Oh, no, they don't. They don't need to exist because they don't need to exist because we don't care because if we enforce them, we're fucked. <laughs> Have you ever listened to her brother, Ben? Ben Shapiro. He's Go on YouTube, watch my yeah, video. He's a, he's a- He's a he's an entertaining guy to listen to. I mean, I don't really is, agree with yeah. many of his. I don't agree with that many of his opinions, but like he he constructs his arguments very well. He does like, he, like yeah, very well. He was definitely on the debate team at um at, at high school, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the interview with him and Piers Morgan? Man, it's fucking it's amazing. Yeah, no, he, I have not seen that. Slightly as well, isn't it? <laughs> Just like oh god. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like he, he hands him he hands him a copy of the first or of the of the American Constitution. He's like, here, Pierce, I want you to have a read of this. <laughs> Pierce Morgan doesn't know what to do with it. It's so funny. <laughs> Did you see Pierce Morgan's like street his, his new show? Like the one of the, the latest episodes only had like ten thousand people watching by the end. Like a guy going from like millions on fucking <laughs> on Good Morning Britain. And then, like, getting this monstrous campaign for this new talk TV service or show or whatever, fucking, like, on the, every bus in fucking London, every bus stop everywhere, and there's <laughs> 10,000 people watching. Like, it's it's amazing. And those numbers will probably continue to go down because it's shit. And they were probably yeah. budgeted as well. I bet they, they added a few. 
bots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, loads of bots watching. Yeah, I've exactly. Not, I've not seen anything for it. I think Manchester must have better taste um, in bus advertisements than London does. <laughs> I've not seen a thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe they know better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hope so. So, so um, just to finish off the uh, Timothy Cuntiddy, uh, uh, sorry, Cuddy, Cuddy, I can't remember. Is that right? um, um, so basically, someone went and looked in um, uh, what he gets up to, and he likes to donate money to to uh, politicians. I wonder does why. Does I wonder. I wonder why uh, he donated hundreds of thousands of pounds, dollars annually, to politicians to secure no interference by politicians in the stock market. Rigging allegedly, I will say allegedly there for you, ape average at ape average because you don't really know that. But I don't want, I just want to cover you legally. So if anything happens, you're fine. Um, Timothy was a big part of removing the Bible, and he was so basically he's contributed $750,000 to um, various um, political campaigns uh, over, the, over the period. And this is the thing about America, I don't Who, get who's he donating to. Oh, lots of different people. I don't know whether it's Democrat or Republican, but he's definitely dem- he's definitely spending money it's with politicians, uh, possibly. Yeah, depending, depending on which way he's uh, he's swinging that that particular day. He's, he's Democrats don't bit, take so. any money from from Wall Street. They just do really really well paid speeches for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. People like. Uh, uh, Yellen and Nancy Pelosi, or who, who, who aka Ming the Merciless. Okay, I've, got, I've got a little. I've got. A, back on Nancy. I've got a little thing about Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, did you see the video? This what, what week with the kid. Yeah, from uh, from James Woods. I'll I'll dig it out in a second and I'll find it and unplay it. It's it is embarrassing. How how did she ever think she would get away about pushing a kid practically off a stage? So uh, <laughs> not seen that. Have you not seen it? It's, so I will. I'll remind yeah. me before the end. I'll find it. On my fucking way. Are you still in the house? <laughs> do you know who i am i'm ming the merciless <laughs> yeah exactly i trade you off the fucking stage yeah exactly so just this probably just to finish this little bit off right so we now we've got um so um everyone now i mean everyone's been doing it anyway so everyone's been comparing um uh uh bernie bernie to to kenny and uh, I went to jail because I stole from the 1%. And uh, Kenny's, I didn't go to jail because I stole from the 99%. And I think that sums this up very, very well at this moment in time. But Kenny could be the scapegoat. Kenny could be the person that gets blamed for all of this. I think hopefully with Gary Gensler. So this yeah. is from uh, Daddy Junius. This is from Nate. Hi, mate. Um, everyone is vulnerable because of, an, uh, uh, because of the uh, SEC chair who won't enforce rules in place everyone is vulnerable because gary gensler is a coward who won't do his fucking job everyone is vulnerable because gary is a coward he has a hundred percent proof of uh, illegal activity and he doesn't do shit that is an absolute perfect summary yeah of where we are right now i think josh said it at the beginning and i think uh nate did it in a tweet so there you go <laughs> yeah he has a hundred percent proof of illegal activity and he has a hundred percent power to stop it but doesn't do anything Absolutely. Mr. Fucking Cellophane, that boy. Mr. Se- I like that, mate. Mr. Cellophane. It's from um, Chicago. The it is. We've Chicago. Very cultured on this um, Chica- podcast. Chicago. Right? Chicago. Very top- it works everywhere. Yeah, it works. Very, very topical. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now Kenny's moving um, out to Florida. Oh, Hi, Kenny. Is that the new sophisticated capital of America? 
have you have you ever ever been to miami in florida i have not i hear it's full of wonderful characters it, it, it's a it's a really great place it's, it is genuinely a, a beautiful place and a lot of nice people live there but there are also a lot of nice people uh, sorry not nice people that live there as well so they hide there basically so right let me just uh i'll look something up because i want to show something in a minute anyway there we go right I think we've done that to death, haven't we? I think the the basic uh, gist. Hey, just works. Bit. Yeah. See, what I did that. I'm getting yeah, more, I'm nice. more beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the 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 basic gist here is um, is that we're right, they're wrong. Mainstream, mainstream, mainstream media have nowhere to go. Mainstream media have nowhere to go. So much so that they've left GME and AMC alone for a whole week. We've not seen. There's not one report apart from the report that came out that talks about why AMC and GME are, are, are a bad, are a bad thing to do. That's all. That's all gone. So and, wait, have, um, they covered, have they covered the report at all? I've not seen a thing about it. I'm sure someone has. Uh, there's little bits. Yeah. yeah, the like Reuters. Let's consult, and... let's consult the mainstream Bible. Google. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I don't even. Have, I don't even use Google anymore. Like I, I try to avoid it. What do you use instead? Then is there is there anything else out there? I mean, I use Brave, but then have to like a lot of the time I can't find. <laughs> I can't find things and end up having to Google them. But I try actively not use Google. I don't have it set as my default one. Just because, like, I mean, then you go back to it and you realize why it's the best search engine. Yeah. Which is why can't you, why? Just, like, just just leave the politics out of it, please. Just show me the best result. Like, fuck you. Like, that's all I want. That's being vegetarian, but not find, being able to find meat, so keep going back to a bacon sandwich. Like, if you... If you want to, if you want to share your screen, then 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 go ahead. So uh, we all have access to sharing screen, which is also quite worrying because anyone can come on and go. I'm just going to show you a picture of this. Beep. <laughs> Next one. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm looking at a bunch of like there are some articles. There's Business Insider, um, TechCrunch, um, Vice. They're talking about yeah, Financial Times. So there is a bit of coverage about it. But Do you like, think I mean, it was very interesting um, the time and day they released it? When, what day was it? It was like basically about two hours before the verdict on the Wade versus Roe, pro-choice, pro-life kind of um, court case ended. So it was completely overshadowed yeah, by that. Yeah, the 6th of January US. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, that, that's, it's difficult to say. I mean, like the, the, the Roe v. Wade thing, I mean, the, it feels like the Democrats are just like, it's just like, okay, this is our thing. We're going to make everyone so angry about this that they're going to come and vote for us. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter that we're like trashing the economy. And, uh, but I mean, they're not personally trashing the economy, but I mean, they're not helping at all. Like, <laughs> the, like do, do you know what I mean? It's like, you can't blame the Democrats solely for the position that the, you know, the, the central bank has you know, got them into. But like, yeah. I mean, they have very much been happy to continue business as usual. Right now, they haven't come in and gone like, right, okay, guys. We need a clear house here. Like, let's let's get some sensible monetary policy, and like ah. maybe let's. Yeah, exactly. They didn't come in like that. They went okay. Like, let's get our blank checks out. Like, let's do this. Yeah, they didn't go. Okay, so we're gonna like we're gonna like do something about um, you know weaning ourselves off of oil and fossil fuels and stuff. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna like cancel a bunch of pipelines and stuff. But then we're not gonna do 
anything to mitigate the loss of that energy. Nothing whatsoever. We're not going to like say here's some new solar panels for everybody, or like you know we did some wind farms, or like some new nuclear stations. Like we're not going to have anything in place to deal with the consequences of like cutting off some like fuel supplies. Like what do you mean? No, it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's but it's insane that these people are be in charge. Like, Let me like, cake. It's like should we should we make these massive decisions? without any like preparation or like mitigation for the consequences like no it's like the oh. same in finance and they, they do this and they look at they look at this horrendous like leverage this fuck market where they're printing like there's liquidity running around the sec does fuck all and they don't look at it and go oh that's a systemic risk to our society they go want to want me to give a speech like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like well it was that um Celebrity over here who said millennials can't afford houses because they buy too um, too many coffees at Starbucks and takeaways. Same shit. It's like, yeah, are you serious? Okay, I'll stop having my weekly Starbucks and save £400 a year. So in about 600 years, I'll be able to afford a pay- down payment on my house. <laughs> nice one. Thanks. My kids, 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 kids. Welcome to the property ladder. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Actually, while I'm here, I will uh, I will show the uh, I'll show the Nancy Pelosi uh, video while we're yeah, here. Ready? Ready? Yeah, that's what you were looking for, right? It was what I was looking for. Let's see if I can. The sound is up. Let's see if I can play it. Uh, we want to come into the picture. <laughs> <laughs> A little nudge, okay? It's so deliberate. It's amazing. Uh, in slow motion. Ready? 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 Fuck you, kid. Fuck you. <laughs> look at her face. Look at her face. Look at her face. So pleased with herself. <laughs> look at that kid's hand that. on the hip. That, that kid's like, fuck you. Oh, no, watch, skin. watch, watch, watch this. Uh-huh. 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 Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh-huh. I've got to say, I'm slightly disappointed. I wanted to full on push off the stage. Like, go. Oh, come on. I mean, it's, it's a... Well, what? I think it was going to be like WWE time? and she's like stormed into the ring. <laughs> Get out. Do you remember Boric when he went with playing rugby with those school kids and just full-on tackled one of them? <laughs> I was expecting something like that. Like, seriously. Like, leg break. Didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't he like... Did, was it him that like basically rugby tackled Harry yeah. Styles? Was oh, it? No, it wasn't Harry Styles. It was uh, Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> In like a charity football yeah, game, yeah. he just like cleans him out. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in there, lad. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <sighs> oh dear. Right. Um, actually, just to just to finish off. So obviously, uh, Kenny has been the centre of everyone's attention um, this week, and um, and so the memes were running wild. There's a lot of memes running around that were uh, that were very awesome. But probably the one that caught my eye. The most was uh, was this one. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you seen this one, Josh? He's got his ex-wife. It's a good ex-wife. It's his ex-wife. It's a good job. Asprino was there to save her. Ready? Watch. Ready? Ready? Oh! His ex-wife. That's Bruno's there. He's got it. Fucking Bruno. I'm sure I don't need to ask, but who did that one? 
Uh, oh, I'll tell you. Do you know what? It's probably, that's a good point. That was actually from... Uh, let me... Uh, I will share it in a second. You carry on. Just talk to between yourselves. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I've got this. I'm frozen in anticipation. I've got this. That was from uh, Monster, son of Sal, meme lord extraordinaire. So it wasn't Sal, it was his son. So, uh, yeah, so that was from Sal. And um, obviously, the the, um, meme force runs strong in that family. It does, very much so. And the Nancy Pelosi uh, video was from. I don't know because I can't find it. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not have sexual relations with Vlad Tenoff. I mean, no, that's a whole different, that's a, like a montage of Bill Clinton and um, Kenny then, wasn't it? Sorry. It was. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to share my, my favorite meme of the week here for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It's not actually Jerome Pyle, but like, it's amazing, right? <laughs> wow. That is bonkers. Inflation hitting hard. <laughs> so the guy, the guy on the right is the um, uh, is the crypto fella, isn't he? The guy that's trying to enforce all the crypto laws, mm-hmm. um, so they can track the dollars that are being passed through the blockchain. Which, yeah. well, depending on how you want to look at it, is a good thing and also a bad thing because that's not what it was designed for. And now you, we're starting to get people trying to regulate crypto, this which is, my, is this was my other favorite one. They need to be able to regulate the normal markets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you think, brilliant. You think you go down to 25 cents after the market crashes? <laughs> <laughs> that's his, that's his uh, half-brother, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, um, the Nancy Pelosi video uh, was actually from James Woods, the actor, um, which was which was nice. So Nancy Pelosi, yeah, it was from James Woods, and I uh, and actually, uh, so the the child that's on the stage and the people that are on the stage is actually uh, Maya Flores, uh, who's running for Congress uh, at at the moment, and uh, so at Maya Flores twenty twenty two. So that's her daughter that was getting pushed off stage by Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Wow. <sighs> Honestly, God, if you. So everything we've talked about today so far, right, if you wrote a script, right, if you wrote a play or a script or a film and you took it to a producer or, a, you know, a film house and they read it, they went, you are you are on something. What the fuck are you on? Yeah. And all of this is, is non-fiction. Everything we're yeah. talking about today is non-fiction. It's just like, wow, this is the world we live in. This, this is, is the world we live in. Coen Brothers film, no doubt. Totally Coen Brothers script, this going on. It's just so far-fetched <laughs> and barmy. It's brilliant. Before, um, speaking about uh, Mr. Powell, he came out with a cracking quote um, that you were telling us before, Carl. Mm. What was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's move to that. We can we can move to um, we can move to the uh, uh, the PS Resistance, the uh, the core of the show. The um, the uh, I'll just play it. <laughs> It's time for five in five. Yes, it's time for five in five. I guarantee we will not do five in five in five this week. <laughs> We've only ever managed to do five in five once. 
I'll tell you what, we did a six in five once. We did a six in five once, yeah. But I tell you what, I tell you who we're going to blame for this, Josh, because he's uh, because he's a guest. So we'll just blame Josh for it, right? So let, let's. <laughs> I talk too much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Let me let, let's start there. What was that was um that was Jerome, wasn't it? That was it Jerome was. Powell. So uh we're gonna start there. Hang on one second, let me click the right button. Um boom, one of those. Inflation reverse repo. So five in five. Um anyone know what the reverse repo was today? Trillion trillion. It's trillion. Uh, Sherry's normally got a finger on the button on this one, so I'm going to give her 30 seconds to yeah. slam the answer in, in the chat window. Go on, Sherry. Come on, Sherry. Cole's just in a remix. Totally Josh's fault. 3.5? Oh, fucking Christ, man. That's a guessing. 2.39, wasn't it? What's um what's 180 billion between friends? Um, it was 2.3297 trillion dollars. Thank you. Hey, that was good. Yeah, yes, close, yes, you were again. Yeah, sort of pocket change away. Pocket change. Yeah, basically the difference between uh, the margin call that the uh, the NSCC wavered uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. with <laughs> with uh, with Robin Hood. Yeah, basically they were that far away. So yeah, no, exactly. no, 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 no. It's it's a thousand times more than the margin call that that Robin Hood had. But still, pocket change. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, of course it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's billion, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, it's more than the GDP, the gross domestic product of the United Kingdom. It's... I believe the the GDP of, of the UK right now is about two point one trillion. Wow. Yeah. It's so the, every day. That's every and every, every day. day, right? That much money is on offer. To the largest financial institutions in the world, and they are taking it. Yeah, of course. I don't know how many counterparties are taking it, but they look they're taking it at a brand new rate. I so, don't give a fuck. That that is an obscene and disgusting yeah. amount of money. Like this is what fucks me off about the financial system. It's like we can't even like comprehend how angry we should be about that. Like that is greater than the, the sum product of all of the fucking work money goods services produced in our country in an entire fucking year being loaned out in a night in one fucking night i think that, we might hit a nerve here that is for that is well, you, think you, about that. you need to tweet that josh because that is probably the tweet of the year right there Right there. I just will that, clip this out and I'll just clip tweet the video. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we should, yeah. we should guess. Yeah, a snippet of this right Stanky. here, right now. Stanky exactly. That, yeah. Exactly. But look at that. So one point five five. So before the um point uh, seven five interest rate increase, they were paying out less. I worked this out the other day. Uh, they uh, they're they're paying so each right so each. So there was ninety eight counterparties about two or three weeks ago when I worked this out, they're paying £384 million in interest every day to lend that money out. So now they're on the drug, right? They're, 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 they're getting that shot of oh, reverse repo heroin, and now they can't get off it because they can't afford to pay for the interest. So they're borrowing more money to pay the interest on the interest they borrowed the day before. So they can't get off 
the the drug they're on. They're, that they're fucked. Basically, the government have fucked them in every way, and then we're fucking them from the other direction. And it's just beautiful in every way. It's basically <laughs> like a payday loan from cash converters, but just not quite as expensive. <laughs> It is, it is, it is absolutely gross negligence. Thank you, KO. It is gross negligence in every way. Anyway, there you go. I love the fact, I love, uh, Josh, I love that. You got to tweet that. That's brilliant. Yeah. And we should, we should snippet that little bit of this and just get it out there as a soundbite. That's just brilliant. You're spot on. I <laughs> yeah. never thought of it like that before. Yeah. Mind blowing. Anyway, um, so this is all about in- inflation reverse repo. So reverse repo has got to ridic- ridiculous levels. Um, it's past ridiculous. Oh, a second. That's absolutely okay. the other side of ridiculous. It is. So let's move on to inflation. So we, <laughs> which is how we got here in the first place. Um, Powell, ready? Get ready for this. If you, if anyone can understand Powell language, then then please uh, tell us what it is in the chat. In, in the Yorkshire accent, Carl. <laughs> in Yorkshire accent. In Yorkshire accent. Go on. Okay. Well, actually, so actually, uh, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, Patrick Stewart, is actually from Huddersfield, who, which is in Yorkshire. So that oh. makes sense. Are you ready? Look at that. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Sam. That was very good. Um, Powell. <laughs> I can't do it. Now. I can't do it now. I can't do it. I can't do yeah, it. We understand better how little we understand inflation. Yeah, we Aye. understand better how little we understand inflation. But it's like... What has he done there? I mean, that's the most polit- that's the most political politician thing I've ever heard. It's like we got inflation wrong. You know we got inflation wrong, but I'm gonna baffle you with inflation science. Yeah. We understand better how little we understand inflation. We know, well, you know what this is. This is a moron trying to cover his ass. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a moron. Because yeah. we called this out six months before they realized it. Like you were saying earlier, Josh, inflation yeah. was transitory. We all went, no, it's not. It's not transitory. It's it's here to stay. And actually, you told a brilliant anecdotal story about Germany. Go yeah, on, go yeah, for it. Right. So, like in 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 nineteen nineteen, right? Germany were after the First World War. They were asked to pay back, like, yeah, I, I don't know how many billions, but billions and billions of marks, right? In in reparations for the damage that Germany had caused to the rest of Europe through throughout the First World War. And um, this was mainly pushed forward by the French, who were pissed because it was mostly their country that they bombed to shit, right? <laughs> but um, then what happened was the Germans made the first payment. They managed to, like, scrape the money together for, like, payment one. And then the uh, the next the next time this came along, they, were, they didn't have the money. They just didn't have the money. And they were like, well, we'll just... We'll just just print a little bit of money. We'll just print a few little marks and we'll pay for it like that. And then they got addicted to this printing of money. And then they continued to do it. Just They just started printing and printing and printing. Like, here, have some money. Have some fucking money. And all of a sudden, fucking hyperinflation sets in. Like, this was fucking drilled into me. Like I said earlier, in in, in history classes, like every single time that we studied the Nazis, it was like six out of seven years. It was like, how did you get the Nazis? It was like, oh, because... Because the economy of Germany collapsed. And it's like, how did the economy of Germany collapse? Well, they fucked it straight after the First World War. They managed <laughs> to claw it a little bit back. And then it completely collapsed and Hitler rose to power. Right? So when you print shit tons of money, what's going to happen is inflation is going to hit like stupid numbers of percent eventually if you just keep printing. Like in, in, 19, um, in 1920s Germany, they had to, like there were people wheelbarrowing money down the street. Like 
like in Breaking Bad, except that would buy you a loaf of bread, right? Like the, the money that was in the, the paper bags that they were being paid in was worth less than the fucking paper bag. They were burning stacks of cash for fucking fuel because that was cheaper than buying wood or coal. Like, and, and, and not a single fucking economist last year, right? When everyone just decided, hey, you know, let's just like print some money and send it to people for COVID, like keep them at home, etc. It's like nobody, nobody said, hmm, maybe we should think about what this is going to do. Like, I'm not even saying that they shouldn't definitely have done it, but like to sit there and like act fucking surprised when you like monstrously devalued the currency and all of a sudden it's like, it's inflation. Jeez, like, whoa. Well, who could have predicted that? Yeah. So anyone that's ever opened a fucking history or economics book, like it's like oh, it's fuck it you, gets, man. Like like you were meant to know. Oh, it's, exactly. not, it's not just the government. It's like every financial fucking journalist, every economist in the country should know when you print and like devalue your currency this much. It's like there's gonna be some fucking consequences. <laughs> the apes knew, right? The apes knew yeah, this totally, was coming, yeah. and you know what they did. They fucking blame the Russians. They bomb. They blame the Russians instead. Like, yeah, it's the Russians' fault. It's like, well, hang on a second. There's a really good graph, and I'll dig it out at some stage where it's like inflation, inflation. Oh, inflation's going up and going up. It's like, oh my god, it's like over five percent, six percent, seven percent, eight percent. Putin, Putin's (laughs) fault. And it's like, it's like when when the Russia invaded Ukraine. It's like it's like the little cusp at the top where it's over eight percent. It's like, no, you created this because you've been. Get you getting your Jerome printer out, and you've been printing those dollars. See what I took from that was the Federal Reserve and Nazis. That's what I got. Allegedly, of course. Allegedly, like they they could have avoided this bullshit with like being so reliant on Russian gas and oil as well. Like like Germany closed all the nuclear plants without again like without mitigating like the the energy. Like it's like like Biden did. Like I was saying earlier as well. Like. They decided, okay, like in the name of like a greener and more sustainable like economy. It's like, fair enough, man, go for it. He's like, we're going to cut off your energy supply and then we're going to do nothing about it. We're not going to be like immediately start building solar panels. We're not going to like preemptively build like enough to generate the power that we're going to need. We're just going to like cut off the oil and then we'll just see what happens. We've got got plans. Go for it. We've got plans for one wind turbine in four years, so that should be fine. That should be sixty percent of the problem, right? I mean, well, exactly. Well, 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 the Nordics, while well, Sweden and uh, and Norway and Iceland, obviously Iceland is is geothermal anyway, but the um, the the Swedes have been building massive offshore. Uh, wind farms and they are now 100% self-sufficient which is absolutely astronomical how they've done that so quickly and Finland are on the way to doing that as well because they have a really amazing geothermal and um, uh, you know and obviously natural as well the French French and the British are building nuclear power plants and they have plans to build many nuclear power plants over the next 30-40 years which in a way is is green energy it is green energy it's self-sustaining energy and then the Germans decide to rely on the Russians and an and oil pipeline and a gas pipeline. You think, whoa, what's happened there? What's all that about? 
So it's like, yeah, great, well done, well done, Germany. And now, and now it's everyone's fault. It's, it's, sorry, sorry, everyone's fault. It's Russia's fault. Russia. Russia. It's Putin's U- fault. US will pop in and fuck it all up. Like, was it the Icelandic banking, the financial system that was absolutely running perfectly for for decades upon decades upon decades until the US kind of jumped in and said, "You should do this." Fucking collapse. They sent a couple of people to jail. Like you should. <laughs> yeah. They actually like jailed some bankers. Like fucking right. Good work. Remember that the law was meant to apply to everyone. Absolutely, Archie. So, so to move on to to move on to Sherry very quickly. So um, I've got a quote from Zero Wage here. So California prepares to send out twenty one hundred dollars inflation relief checks to offset the inflation caused by the thousand and fifty inflation relief checks. <laughs> This is that's just that's like sometimes I just stand here and I feel like that fucking that that movie like an Amelia Clark smoking a cigarette with like a burning scene behind. I'm just like, yeah, all right, okay. It goes back to what I said earlier. It's a the the US the USA is a Ponzi scheme. The whole fucking thing is a Ponzi scheme. Um, The entire S and P five hundred is a pump and dump. Uh, yeah. Next week, California will send out forty-two hundred dollars inflation relief checks to offset the inflation for the twenty-one hundred inflation relief checks sent out the week before, uh, and that's where we are. That is where we are. It's yeah. that it's that Ponzi scheme of let's just let's just cover up what we've done by exactly. adding more shit to what we've done. Are you right, is, Sherry? This is yeah. in, all tongue in cheek, of course. You know, this is we saying this like laughing at it. But if they keep giving people a bit of money, then people kind of go away for a little bit of time. The masses will say, oh, brilliant, yeah, I've got a couple of grand here. Let's go away until it starts pinching again. And then, oh, shit, here's another few grand. We'll go away. It just keeps everything rolling, getting us all in more and more shit, but it just keeps everyone quiet for a little bit longer. It does. It does. Right, we need to move on from inflation and this. We could talk about this for ages because this is comical. Can I, can I mention it, one more ridiculous thing? Of course you can. Of course you can, Josh. Right? Of course you can. There's, uh, do, you know, do you know who Femi is? He's like a Twitter political commentator. Uh, yeah, he I've heard. Yeah, video, yeah. He did yeah. a lot of videos about Brexit in which in which he knew his stuff. Like he about like he was talking to the politicians about about like uh, the European Union, like the European like yeah, just about Europe generally. And he was trying to like school politicians. And he did a great job during during that like that period. And now he's moved on to just general politics, and he knows fuck all about shit. Like it's so ridiculous. Like he's out there trying to blame inflation on Brexit, right? When the European Union wide inflation average is higher than the UK. Like there are parts of there are parts of Eastern Europe experiencing like twenty percent inflation right now, and and he's out there saying, "Oh well, Brexit, it's it's Brexit." <laughs> I just wanted to call out that, like the stupidity of people. Like they would blame anything except printing the money. No, absolutely. I, I you know I have to say COVID has played a part in this because they've had to pay for covid somehow right they've been paying for yeah. uh key workers they've been paying for people at home you know yeah. uh, i'm not, i didn't want to bring it up but the the whole the whole national trail union you know that they, they, they were out, out on strike last week um and that's up to them what Those they do and, 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 and we, all well, we, all deserve, we all deserve a pay rise exactly um but they got paid through covid right when nobody was taking the trains because mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to so there's a there's a there's a there's a tip for tap yeah, argument there there's, yeah there's, and, and there's a hundred percent no there's like a hundred percent like there's the, what's like we're missing here is that like look the people in charge are meant to like like they say okay right here are our options no one gets paid like the economy collapses and and things just like absolutely fall apart, right? That's not that's a that's a hard decision. Don't want to have to make that. Or like let's print a bit of money, 
Yeah. Like, let's let's like try and keep things running for a bit and just like we don't know what's going to happen because we didn't. And like let's just like let things like we're, we'll try and keep yeah. under control, right? What they then did was like decide that they didn't plan for any consequences of this monstrous decision. They didn't like admit that there was going to be any consequences because that would be like that would be like admitting defeat. It's not like it's in these situations where you have to like make a choice that no one is going to be perfect with. Like there is there was no like easy way in which there would be Absolutely. no pain. And, and like some, no one stood yeah. up and said, "Hey, this is this is like going to be painful. Here are the consequences, but here's what we're going to do to try and mitigate these things." Uh, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes there is no alternative to to a problem. Right? You've just got to suck it up. Right? You've just got to get on with it. And then you, like you said, you've got to then create traps that then offset uh, the pain that you know is coming. And I actually think the UK has done pretty well at that. I think the US has just gone. We'll worry about it later. It just feels like they've just gone. Ah, yeah, we'll worry about it later. And now that now they've now it's come, they've gone. Oh, yeah, this this transitory inflation might not be transitory. And then it's back to the quotes of, we didn't quite understand what we didn't understand about not understanding what we didn't understand. It's tough. It's like yeah. what the hell? We're right, a little bit better understanding what we didn't understand. Oh, fuck it, it's Putin's fault. Yeah, it's Putin's fault. Right, <laughs> That's basically Sherry, it. Sherry, you have you, you can you can decide where we go next. We've got crypto, uh, Kenny back in uh, sort of duffer, uh, uh, all aboard the cocaine train, or Bed Bath and Beyond. Where do you want to go? Right. Remember, there's about a 25 second delay. So, uh, Sherry, it's you. We need some okay. uh, interval music. You know, hey, it's Rob. Hello, Rob. Hey, up, Rob. Hello, mate. Hope you're well, mate. Join in, join in. Sherry, the choice is yours. Let me just repeat what we've got. We've got... Uh, crypto. I love that girl. We've got crypto... She's oh, chosen. Oh, she's chosen. oh, I Chosen. Totally coke. Totally coke. <laughs> Let's go for the total coke. more then. about Sherry than it does about anything else I've ever heard in my life. I agree. Five and five. Choo-choo. All aboard the cocaine train. Right. Yeah. It was something to do with um, a credit sniff. I mean, Credit Swift, wasn't it? <laughs> sorry, sorry, it's completely slip of the tongue there. <laughs> oh, oh. <sighs> yeah, it really was. Let me bring up the uh, the articles when I can find them. What wrong way, crypto? <laughs> Again, Coen Brothers movie script is just fucking not real life anymore. This is this is a simulation. It's got to be. Do you remember the Citadel employees that got caught on camera? On the drone, a fucking we, drone camera on the, like, the 50th floor and sniffing onto the desk. Brilliant. We, we, Brilliant. we, talk, we talked about it the other day, didn't we? Sorry, I've got your uh, on there. So we're very much like Elmo as well. Visit, visit the gist, by the way. I've I pressed the button by accident, but I meant to do it, honest. Right, so here we go. Um, this is the story. So um, <laughs> this is cocaine Elmo. Uh, normal, normal banking, Credit Swiss. No more banking, pile of coke. No more banking, pile of coke. No more banking. No, dry in there. Whoosh. Uh, Launder cocaine profits. So this is a story about, sorry, I've, I've pulled my nose out. It's just like yeah. a, a natural Amber, reaction. Amber Heard on the stand like, <laughs> no, I was just wiping my nose, honestly. Yeah. So um, uh, this is a story about Credit Suisse. Uh, Credit Suisse this week have been um, basically prosecuted for aiding and abetting money laundering for cocaine deals, um, so this this so this was originally from uh, the Better Bull via uh, Peter Rahan. Hi, Peter, and hello, hey, the Peter, Better Bull. Yeah. 
we've mentioned him again. He can't get angry. Can't get angry this week. He can't get angry. Yeah. It's just because we have mentioned he's, him this uh, week. He gets um, upset with us if we don't mention him sometimes. Uh, and his his people call our people, and everyone gets yeah. so upset. Yeah. And gets, you know, gets, uh, yeah. gets tense. Yeah. Gets tense by Wednesday Terrible. and Thursday. We don't mention him again. So but anyway, it's all good this week. Exactly. So credit. So credit Swiss basically. Uh, so this is from Reuters.com. So credit uh, court convicts Credit Swiss in money laundering case. So Credit Swiss have been money laundering drug money. Um, and I'm not going to say allegedly because it's been fucking proven. <laughs> That's yeah. what they've done. And and just to add to that um, is uh, is JP Morgan. Just to, to, to choo-choo all aboard the coke train. Uh, JP Morgan, a ship with 20 tons of cocaine seized in, in Philadelphia. The owners of the ship were JP Morgan. So we've uh, got yeah. credit sniff and JP Morphine. Basically, <laughs> okay. Yeah, the operational control of the vessel is run by a Swiss-based company. Oh, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> you fucking cannot make this shit really up. Cheers. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like all of these fucking banks are at it. Like HSBC is the world's dirtiest bank. Like, like I've had, oh, um, Deutsche the- Bank. Deutsche Bank fucking oh, hell that I don't know oh. HSBC giving a run for their money hey, man. Like, we should we, we like, should have a HSBC versus Deutsche Bank like like fight okay, can, dun, I, can, dun, I, dun. can I get can I get Nicholas Wilson in my in my corner he's like the, the whistleblower that like has gone after them endlessly he knows every fucking case as, as, as uh, he, has he has he been on your uh, on your yeah, YouTube has, <gasps> yeah. Ooh, I would love to do yeah. that that would be fantastic yeah um like we were talking about loads of stuff, but like they were fined 1.2 billion for like, yeah, Mexican drug cartel, like fucking laundering money, uh, money laundering for them. Then like la- like the end of last year, they were fined like 64 million for drug, uh, for money laundering for terrorist organizations. Like, <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking, wow. I'll, I'll get it up here for you. <laughs> wow, please do. Go on, show, yeah, share that because that is crazy. I need to watch that. Um, so if um, if you guys um, are new to Josh, he has a, a, a YouTube channel and a web and a, and a, a website uh, called The Gist. But if you pop onto his YouTube channel, um, there's uh, Josh has done loads of interviews with loads of different people on different subjects, and I'm guessing this is one of the things you did, which I've not seen yet, but I'm really going to go and take a look at. Yeah. Later, yeah, so, so yeah, they, so... Were, they were fined. Yeah, they were fined for this. Is how the Guardian describes it. <laughs> Go on. Failures to consider what checks it was using to identify money laundering and terrorist financing covered relevant risks, as well as poor risk assessments. And then the one from like yeah, for the one from 2020, uh, 2012 um, was for like Mexican drug barons, and um, it only came to light because of like apparently because of U.S. settlements over Iran. So like we, like half the time we never even know about this fucking shit. That's the worst bit. It's like these unbelievable, like these the, the worst organizations in the world. Like like because like, like, the drug cartels are the people doing half the fucking trafficking. Like that's how, that's probably where fucking Ghislaine gets all the kids to go on the elevator to nowhere. Like. <laughs> and, I'm, and we're fine with the biggest institutions in the world just funding their money like, and like just like washing it for them like, Here you and, go. I, and actually that's a good point right so maybe the reason why Giselle Matro, uh, Maxwell is the most notorious uh, child sex trafficker with no clients ever is because not only does she traffic kids to people that well are very famous maybe Allegedly, Prince Andrew. Allegedly, allegedly, and um, who's the ex-president Bill of the United States, Bill Clinton. Bill Mr. Clinton? Bill 
and and Bill Gates allegedly as well yeah. has been in, has been uh, seen on the island of several times. So you don't know allegedly. So you don't know. Um, <laughs> you don't know what's been going on there. But maybe if the banks are then sat behind these people funding this activity, which guess what? It's the boys old boys club. No one's gonna no one's gonna fucking grass on anyone. <laughs> yeah, you just wait. Wait till you think they've lost their money. That's not it's exactly. not a fucking cheap business. It's not yeah. exactly right. That is uh, actually I've got one more. I've got one hang, more thing. On, Colin. Colin, before you even do one more, um in the comments there, there's a mention of crime and lies, so you have to play it. Well, you could oh, I could play it if you wanted to. You play it, go for it. It's crime and lies, crime and lies, it ain't no thing. Can it lies? It's crime and lies, crime and lies, it's crime and lies, can it lies? Crime and lies, crime and lies. And actually, there Kenny fucking lied, it's been proven. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So uh just to, just to finish off, Wall Street beats aka usual sharks at Fresh Beats 12. Also talked about Credit Swiss. Right. Um, where do you want to go next? Rob, are you still on? If you're on, mate, uh, say hello if you're on. Um, do you want to go to Crypto, Kenny Baxter Duffer, or Bed Bath & Beyond? You, your choice, mate. Go for it. And by the way, um, if uh, the GIST listeners and chat members, if you want to you wanna join in, join in and uh, suggest a topic, and yeah. we will go for it. Rob, are you so there, mate? Our, our Twitter um, comments don't work very well, but um, join us on YouTube. You can get through no problem at all. It's way easier to um, <laughs> more Coke. <laughs> Sherry wants more Coke. Way easier yeah. to um, chat to us on YouTube at the moment than it is Twitter. I don't know why, but we'll sort that out. Bed, Bath and Beyond has been chosen. Right, Bed, Bath and Beyond. So, um, if there's anyone in my comments. Yeah, if... Yeah. Oh, hang yeah. on. The comments of you, you get my comments too. We do. Yeah. They flip, yeah, yeah. Oh, they flip yeah, yeah. What a, what a, what a ridiculous like piece of software. That's so cool. It's cool, isn't it? It's cool. So this I was is... going to check it and be like, "Well, people are saying like the exact same thing. That's weird." Like... <laughs> so we can. So we. So we can do some AMC analysis. Um, I've got some AMC stuff to go over, um, especially the, them drawing, joining the Russell 1K. So that, there's definitely yeah, stuff we can really talk about yeah. there. Um, we are massively over what we normally do, but we will continue because the flow is good. So we will continue. So, right, um, Rob. Rob has chosen by Bathion. So um, we talked about this earlier. We talked about the fact that mainstream media has basically not mentioned GME and AMC for the first time ever for a week there's a whole week they've not mentioned us and the reason why is because the report came out and us tinfoiled hat um uh freaks um were right so they've not gone down that route so what they've gone is they've gone and found another chink in ryan cohen so ryan cohen if you don't know is the the chairman of, of gme and uh, he has a very large share in bed bath and beyond that isn't doing very well but um mainstream media has made out that these guys are on their last thread. They're on their knees. They're they're not doing very very well, and mainstream media has decided to stop talking about Jimmy and AMC because guess what? We were right, and they didn't like that. So now they've gone after Bed Bath and Beyond. But what they seem to forget is Bed Bath and Beyond is actually one of the original meme stock memes back in January twenty one, and so them chasing after this is a little bit like chasing after everything else. So Bed Bath & Beyond have been put on a bit of a pedestal over the last sort of four or five months because of Ryan Cohen. And um, 
<laughs> and uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just laughing at this comment. Sorry. I'm not, we're not, I'm not having that whole AMC GME type debate, but uh, that is, that is quite funny. So thank you. Um, yeah. So the mainstream media have gone a little bit bonkers uh, over this. Uh, let me just bring, bring this up so it's a bit more, um, a bit more prevalent. So um, yeah. So uh, this is from Walrus, Walrus Thought 69. RC is living in their heads rent free. So they've, they've decided to attack Bed Bath & Beyond and, and and I think Walrus Farts has got it 100%. They are living, he's living in their head. And all these weird people, uh, all these people I've never seen before have come out saying, oh, Bed Bath & Beyond. There was a story about them turning off the air conditioning in all the stores this week because they couldn't afford to run the air conditioning anymore. And it's just absolute bullshit. Really? It's not true. None of it is true. And it's what? absolutely- You're just saying this? Yeah. They were- they were done for libel? Oh, oh come on! Have you seen the stuff they've seen about talks about Jimmy and AMC about? I mean, yeah, uh, but I know, but I mean, like, right? Okay, at least the, at least the bullshit they talk about that is like one of those like sort of financially. Oh, this is just our financial opinion sort of thing. <laughs> like just lying about the aircon not being on is surely libelous, no? Well, well yeah, I, I saw that they turned the aircon off, and I immediately thought I need to sell all my shares in Bed Bath and Beyond. That's why I, I thought as well. the aircon's gone. Yeah. Hell. RC went, screw this, we turn the aircon off, I'm out. This is too hot. And of course it isn't. This is bullshit. This is this is them attacking Bed Bath and Beyond to try and crash one of the meme stocks that they've been trying to crash for the last 18 months. It's nonsense. There's a they've got nowhere else to go. And and to the point where this arsehole decided to uh to reappear. That's an interesting um picture of him there, and he looks angry. He looks kind of I'm gonna come on. <laughs> Trying to strangle your children. Can we can we can we all do a can we all do a shakumba? Ready? Ready? <laughs> okay. And so this is from uh, Lady Lovelace. So hello, lady. Long time no speak. So lady was a guest on one of uh, our Christmas special with uh, with Trey Trades. Um, uh, episode fifteen. Oh my god, podcast rain man. Um, yeah. <laughs> So lady was uh, was a guest. So lady, long time we we'll speak. We need to get back on again. Um, who else has rocket hands? So basically, <laughs> Shakumba went on and said, blah, 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 blah. And he was just, he, his mouth was firing away and he was getting out of control. And he went, yeah, and all the rocket hands. All the rocket hands. I'm like, <laughs> He's who? Hands. Okay. who? Rocket who? So, uh, yeah. My chat's just gone down. Is yours okay? Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll log in again. Hang on. Technical issues. It's not a podcast without them. It really isn't. Oh, no, that's all right. Oh, we've lost yeah, chat. We've, all right. we've, we've lost, lost chat. chat. I've got, I've got things from like. It's back. Go. Hey, we're on. Oh, reload. Sorry, we lost the chat, but we. Oh no, we're not back on. Hang on. Yeah. It's okay. Carry on. It'll, it'll pop up soon. It'll, it'll, it'll come back. It will come back. Anyway, so there's, uh, so there's Chikumba basically getting all very excited that he's got something to talk about. Uh, in Bed Bath and Beyond, and the other person that popped up his ugly head um, is this dickhead, oh, Chody boy, Chode, yeah, m- uh, massive Chode or little Chode. So uh, we, had, we had we had to we had to define what a Chode was the other day to people. They weren't quite sure what a Chode was. Apparently, yeah. <sighs> according to the Urban Dictionary, it's a penis that is wider than it is long. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah of course. That's exactly what it is. The first thing that pops in your mind, isn't it? Right, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> we've got crypto, 
Kenny backs a duffer. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Crypto. Okay, let's, finish on, let's finish on the duffer because that's funny. Oh, we got well, so that's yeah. so then we finish on crypto. But let's let's finish on. That's why I mean, let's go for crypto and leave the duffer for after. Oh, okay, so okay. let's finish on the duffer. So this is change, from. You change the banner then, Carl. It's all going to pot now. It was so well before. We Kenny backs enough. No, I've got that. Kenny backs enough. It's on. Yeah, that's what we're doing at last. Crypto. Oh, we did crypto. Sorry, crypto, sorry. Do the duffer last off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll come back to that in a second. And so yeah, let me yeah, scroll yeah. up. So crypto. So crypto. Crypto has drunk? been. Yeah. We're <laughs> 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 trying. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I've basically done. Um, it's all Josh's fault. Someone blaming me in the chat. It's totally your fault. Yeah, totally, totally, totally your fault. fault. Right, I'm going to YouTube so I can carry on commenting. Uh, hang on. Sorry, it's all it's all going a bit wrong. <laughs> we we hey, right. an hour and twelve minutes in before the first seventeenth fuck up, we're doing well. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, the chat, the ch it's all gone. The chat's all gone a bit weird. So. Yeah. Anyway, right. yeah, go on. could be the 741st fuck up and that would just be <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, I don't know what's happened here, but oh, something's seven, happened. Anyway. 741st fuck up is the same colour as um, the computer sharing. That's all right. Well, let's just talk about crypto and how it was clearly, clearly, clearly being dumped at some point because like people needed fucking cash. Uh, like, you, like you wouldn't believe. So, I mean, so the last sort of five or six weeks, crypto has been under attack. And, and the theory is that it's got everything to do with liquidity uh, within the hedge funds. But actually, there's a little bit of new news that's come out this week, which is all around Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs apparently are raising $2 billion to buy Celsius Network. So Celsius Network uh, are a crypto broker, very much like, like Coinbase and, uh, you know, insert other uh, crypto um, element here. And Celsius Network... Um, they've been there. So basically, the theory behind this is that, so that's why Bitcoin and ETH have been tanked. So the idea is that allegedly, um, uh, Goldman Sachs, <laughs> say allegedly a lot. Holy Goldman shit. Sachs have crashed the crypto and, and crypto is easy, easy to crash. And you know what? They can come out and say, yeah, we crashed crypto because guess what? It's decentralized. No one owns crypto. That's the whole point of crypto. But they came out and they've crashed the markets to reduce the price to basically lower the asset point on Celsius Network so they can get involved with how crypto operates because guess what? Citadel and Virtue are doing exactly the same thing at this moment in time. So they're getting together. Do you know what, you know what the best bit about this is? Go on. They clearly just don't get it. Like they, they just don't get it. It's like, see if they came in, right? And monstrous institutions just suddenly controlled the entire Bitcoin network as it was. What do you think everyone that like left in order to do something would? They just they just leave again. And yeah, exactly, exactly. And like they 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 can't defeat. And this is what's like most important about like the the, the apes and you know the, the the GameStop movement generally. It's like this. This is like such a fucking wake up. Like crypto has made like a shit ton of people realize like holy fuck, government shouldn't be in charge of our money, right? Like they're too 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 corrupt. And central banks have completely ruined us. And and people are like, the, the, the amount of people who have woken up to that fact in the last three to five years is massive. And then there's the GameStop like movement that's like, I'd say a million strong-ish. Hard to tell, right? Exactly yeah. how many people are, are, are yeah. truly watching this. But like, that's a million people who, like I've never seen such an engaged community. 
and like that's just the ones posted like the lurkers yeah, the lurkers yeah, yeah. are everywhere everywhere right? yeah and all of them have now become anyone that's still holding right now has either like been living under a rock or they've now realized like the sheer scale of corruption of the financial system and like how fucked up it is and how there's literally fucking smoke and mirrors and big words to make you think that they're fucking intelligent while they devalue our fucking currency and 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 just lie and, and steal and cheat the way to like billions of dollars and like there's a million people who are now so like yeah. unblinkingly yeah. aware of this fact yeah. is like that is the thing that everyone is missing about this like in the mainstream at least it, it kind of was a perfect storm. We've spoke about this before. How you know we've we've got the internet and we've we've got all these um, apps and brokerage apps and um, all these forums. And then COVID, where nobody was going out, so everyone's kind of looking into it more, and it it just snowballed perfectly at the perfect time. And now all of a sudden, we've got this kind of movement going on with again, hate to say, but meme stocks and AMC, GME, everything going on. It's just. We, everyone's waking up now. It's like we've we seen, I tweeted the other day and I put, they don't call us dumb money because we do bad trades. They call us dumb money because we never were awake to what they were up to. Mm. And now all of a sudden we are and it's like they, they're starting to shit themselves. Hence all the, the FUD and the crap that they're putting out and the mainstream media shite and this is where we're at and it's great. And uh, I think it will carry on snowballing and there'll be more and more people who will think, okay, yeah, Tim Foyle hat conspiracy theories, but now look, oh, oh shit, okay, there might be something in that. I'll look into yeah. it myself. I'll do my own DD, do my own research, and all right, I'm going to put a couple of quid in that. Why not? What I forgot to lose, like one or two stocks, brilliant. Yeah. And if, if another two million people do that, it's a shitload of stocks. It is. But if we really truly own the float, which I believe we do, at least one many time times, over, yeah, many times over, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that that is fairly certain for me. I think, yeah. but like. If that's truly the case, right? Because we don't actually like 100% know, right? If that's truly the case, then we are the fucking, like I've seen people make this point. It's like, we are the whale. We are the whale. That's, yeah. that's like, the, if we own the company twice over, that means like the, the, the like we're worth $20 billion. Yeah. Like that's how much super stock is worth. Like <laughs> I, say, I say we own the float twice. Super stock is worth $20 billion. Which is fucking crazy just to think about that. It's like, but I saw a really good, uh, I forget who tweeted it, but he put a really good point. Like, we, we might we might not own the game, we might not be able to control the rules, but we own the fucking exits. Uh, you know, if they want to get out of it, they've got to come through us first and nobody's moving. Yeah, And it, it's I'm, true, it works. It's so beautiful. It's, it's fab, isn't it? It's great to be a part of. And it, it, either way, it's it, it's like... It's kind of all or nothing now for a lot of people, I think. it's We see this to the end and come out with an out or, you know, we'll see it to the end and come out with a lot of money and a, a new fresh system from the ground up. Indeed. So that, that came from Roaring Pika, by the way, that, that meme. Was it? Prices, price doesn't matter before the squeeze. They control the room. We control the door. And it's true. It's, That's exactly where we are. Like, yeah. Kind of looks like if, if, if King Kong was like, in Kazadum fighting the Balrog. <laughs> it does, yeah. A double-edged well, double axe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the double-edged axe, <laughs> and it's the etchings on the armor. It's pretty, that is. Yeah, Pika, if you did that, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right, there you go. And that, and that is Crypto. So last one, 
is this one. <laughs> Kenny Bags a duffer. Oh, Kenny, right. he spent a lot of money for this. He did spend a lot of money on this, and I need to find the story, because the story came from Buke. Hello, Buke. Yeah. I, I, I'm not so sure whether she's watching this or not, but hello. Yeah, no, we, um, we love her whether she's watching or not. So this is Buke. This makes me incredibly happy. Here's to a beginning of a losing streak. Ken Griffin lied under oath. AMC not leaving. Sorry, not sorry. Ken Griffin loses $50 million bet in the Illinois Republican primary. So basically what Kenny likes to do, he likes to buy politicians and he likes to, uh, I'm not going to say allegedly because he does, um, he likes to buy politicians and he likes to put them on a pedestal and spin them around and then make them his bitch when they when they win their primaries. Um, the, current, the current one that he chose from the Republican uh, party came third in Illinois. So that person will not be progressing through to the yeah. final of X Factor. As I he said is, uh, before we came on, he spent a lot of money for them to fail to deliver. I fucking love it. How does that feel, Kenny boy? <laughs> yeah, suck that one. Suck that and the fact that you lied, uh, lied and you're going to prison. You little bitch. There you go. <laughs> I, I, do you know, the one thing is that sometimes I, I, I worry a little because like, we've watched no one go to jail for a lot of shit recently. And and it, it concerns me that that the the justice system no longer functions once you're at a certain net worth yep. or in a certain position of power. Like it really worries me that that there will be no one going to jail. Like there might you know like even if the financial system blows up, I don't think they're going to face consequences. Like part of me worries that they won't face consequences for it, and that is the the most terrifying thing about it. Like you. you yeah. Theoretically, like you know, we register the float and then the shit kicks off and hits the fan, and like then you know, there's maybe even like reform to laws about uh, afterwards, but like yeah. no one goes to jail, and that that is the, that's the scary thing. And, like, and 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 also, everyone thinks they're above the law. Everyone thinks that they're godlike. You know, everyone thinks that they they'll never pay for any of this. I mean, back to the Robin Hood quote we saw we saw earlier. Got precedent for it. They are above the law so far. Nothing's happened. They've got, you know, this is what's happened for decades upon decades. Nobody goes to prison. After 2008, the, the whole the MBS mortgage-backed security stuff, the whole housing crisis in the US, nobody went to prison apart from one guy, I think, for something or other. I think it was from Credit Suisse as well, wasn't it? But anyway, nobody, there's no consequences for these guys. It's not their money play, they're playing with. They all end up with big bonuses and live in the Bahamas on a 40-foot yacht, and we're the little dickheads who are all screwed at the end of it. The, why would they not carry on doing that? They don't well, pay exactly. for it at the end, you know. Right, yeah. Exactly. So exactly. Why, why not keep going. Yeah. Do you mind if I read a quote from from Edward Snowden that, that please do? I just was reminded me of. So this is when he was on um, on Rogan, actually. Both he's, he's been on twice, and both of the interviews are just like stunning. Like uh, he seems like he seems like he genuinely cares, and that's why he did it. And I mean, maybe like people doubt his motives, but I mean. I don't know. It seems like he cares. But anyway, and he's, he's rumored to be an ape. He retweeted my like my favorite ever GameStop meme, which made me so happy, <laughs> like weirdly happy. <laughs> but anyway, um, he said, um, and this this is this is what makes me positive because he's like really hopeful that in the future, like we may be able to like ret retake the course of justice. Basically, he says, year by year, step by step, things get better. 
we make progress a little bit at a time. And the fact that someone is suing, the fact that the ACLU is bringing this case, we should thank them for years, which is difficult and expensive. This was about like um, bringing a, the ACLU bringing like a case against like a, like a sitting um, Republican or Democrat, I think anyway. He says, and the end, in the end, it doesn't mean that you save the world. It doesn't mean we relax. It doesn't mean we sit down on the couch. You know, there's the golden sunset, but that's not how life works. It's a constant struggle. But when we do struggle, when we do stand up, we believe in something so strongly, we don't merely believe in it, but we risk something for that belief. We work together and pull the species forward one inch at a time. We move away from the swamp of impunity and unaccountability into a future where maybe not just the little guy breaks the law and goes to jail, but maybe a senator, maybe an attorney general, maybe a president. And that would be a very good precedent to have. Yep. And I, he's so hopeful that, that we could see like the, the, the people in power like actually go to jail for, for their crimes. And, and I share that hope, but I'm also concerned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely agree with everything that, that, yeah, that was said there. And the, the, the shit thing is that we vote for these people to come into power. You know, they're, they're meant to be representing us and just have none of the the, the laws or consequences or anything that, that um, befall us when we do wrong. They do wrong with almost impunity, it seems. Yeah. That's fucking annoying. Yes. It is annoying. Um, we... I, I, funnily enough, randomly, I, I read somewhere, this is going a bit off on a tangent, I read somewhere today that um, the disparity, like wage-wise and wealth-wise, between the... the, the upper echelon shall we say and us is more now than it was during the french revolution yeah which is fucking terrifyingly scary if you think about it so we've got central doing? plumbing at least <laughs> for now <laughs> until they call <laughs> our, yeah, all our heating off and everything right but yeah it's like hmm, okay all our water and heating and uh, energy goes yeah. away it's like well, okay it's why i like living in the uk we never could have like serious water shortages that's why I love yeah. Ireland. There's yeah. definitely never going to be water shortages. It rains far too much. <laughs> so um, uh, we're going to very quickly move on to AMC um, because we've been asked to, so we're going to do it very, very quickly. So um, I will share yeah, my screen. We haven't talked about much um, AMC today, have we? No, we, we haven't. Let me... Yeah, me either. You know, it's, it's been only mentioned a few times. Out of it interest, is. Um, Josh, um, if you don't mind saying, do you hold either or both or one or the other? Or... You don't have to say, you don't have to say. Don't have to say. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I have both. I mean, I bought the, the AMC at the beginning, like when it was like seven or I think something like that. But not very much, just just like a handful of shares because I was just like, it was right right at the squeeze. And I was just like, fuck it, just give me some of that and some of that, basically. And but I've continued to add to my GameStop, but I have not bought any more AMC since my initial purchase. My I just still have it because I'm like, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, man, yeah, I'm actually you know? very similar to you. I've I've got AMC, I've got GME, um, and I've, I've continued to add more GME than I have AMC over the the time I've been in it. So yeah, because yeah, like you I mean, said, it just it never, right I never saw the DD on AMC. I never, I never saw anywhere anywhere near as convincing. It would just and, and and Adam Adam Aaron I don't know he seems like yeah and then yeah, there's also there's the there's the swaps theory and the idea that like AMC was being pumped as like an inverse um, and this is the thing a lot of things that make me suspicious which which has meant I never added to, to my portfolio um, 
like I said, I still have it because I just got on for the ride. Like, see what yeah. happens, basically. There's so many things that make you suspicious, but you don't know what's fun and what's not. And so I'm happy to hold my AMC, uh, you know, add one or two here and there. But um, I prefer to put my money more into GME. I'm not saying I don't put it into AMC, but more into GME for me, personally. Yeah. I hold both. Ryan Cole has better tweets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can only use the poo emoji that many times, and then you've got to move on to like political agendas and stuff. Haven't you? No, you do absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we, I think we all hold AMC, we all hold GME, and uh, but we're in this together. I mean, I said this before; it's symbiotic. Both of them, both of these stocks are symbiotic. When well, one will go, the low go, and and it will, you know, it's quite possible. Having two plays yeah. is better than having just one play. Without a doubt, right? And then you've got Bed Bath and Beyond and Nokia and 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 all the other Blackberry and all the other ones that came along as well. But the I had you've Blackberry, got, I had Blackberry, and I can't remember why. It was a while ago. But well, they were they, they, they were they were part of the original meme squeeze in, yeah. in Feb twenty one. So uh, sorry, Jan twenty one. Yeah, my my boy G America seven forty one is uh is is talking saying that you should buy BB uh, Blackberry, not AMC. Blackberry, it's your yeah, second stock. Yeah. Which I mean, like based on the Ryan Cohen thesis, you would just do that because like Ryan Cohen. Like easy, like um, why not? Like the guy seems to seems to give a fuck about about businesses that he takes over, and he seems to like want to transform them and make them better. Yeah. And yeah. so, if he's bought that, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sherry, Sherry's saying in the in the chat, and this is actually this is actually good. DD, it says on the 27th of January, 2021. GME traded 93 million volumes. So the the outstanding flow on GME is 63 million. So yeah. it traded um, one and a third times or yeah. more than what it should have done. AMC traded 1.22 billion times. That I mean, yeah, honestly, but then there's, in a, lot, a, single there's day. a lot more shares. And it's no, like a, there is, but like that's, a, like a, like a well, that's about the same. It's about one point. No, no, no. You're right, and but it, but it, it's a, it's about a one it's about a one point three times multiplier on both of them, which mm. says something. I mean that 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 speaks in a way that speaks, excuse the pun, speaks volumes. But the yeah. no, I'd say I'd say I like I think that the thing the case is that like in in the the January squeeze they were both in the same position. It's whether yeah. the same things has has happened um, since then yeah. with it, or whether Adam Aaron has taken like. A different approach and the hedge funds have taken a different approach because like they could have seen that the two were intrinsically linked and then decided that they would jump long on amc and like inverse it if people thought that they were going to get rich off buying both of them so like i don't i don't see it being like inconceivable that like they may have both been involved in the initial january thing in the same way but since then like the situation has changed but like i mean that's just speculation yeah and again, it might be that um, one's gone one way. You know, they're both intrinsically linked, like you say. One's gone one way with a share dilution. One's gone the other way with um, something different. And, you know, maybe they're hedging the bets between themselves. You know, if we go this way and you mm -hmm. go that way, one of us is going to win. And if anybody holding both, uh, you know. I think they both can win. I think they both. I mean, Sherry's just put something else in the chat. It says, yes, but that's where the bulk of the trading was done, causing a massive margin call that never happened. And the yeah. fact that it was all covered up. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with that as well. I mean, the... There's debts to pay on both of them. There's yeah, debts to totally. pay on both of them, and and uh, I think there'll be different levels of payback at, at certain stages. But yeah, there we go. Anyway, this yeah. week, this, 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 just to say something, this podcast yeah. is not pro GME. It's not pro AMC. It's like no, it's, we, it's we, pro we, ape. We, yeah, pro ape. Exactly. We're all in it together. 
And, you know, we hope we all make money out of it. And we hope on top of making money, we get a free and fair system eventually. Man, someone should write a book about this. It, it will be done. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I need a hero to write a book. Uh, right. So, um, uh, Nate- book. go to whenmoon.com. That's when. W-E-N-moon.com. Oh, right. Okay. I, I, do do so you have a book by any chance, Josh? I have written a book about it. I'm still writing the book. I expected the book to be done already. This is like, I feel bad for all the people who pre-ordered it. Like when I was thinking, oh, this is only going to be a couple of months and then we'll have our answer in the end of the story. I'm still I had here. no idea. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm now going to add to that pressure, Josh, and buy your book pre-order. So, yeah. Please. Josh, I, I, I want I want an autographed copy of it, please. Yeah, I sort of want. I, I will. I will. Um, <laughs> I will probably just like end up autographing all the pre-ordered ones, because uh, like, why the fuck not? I'll be like, thank you, because they did. Because like, um, I'm in like a more steady job now. But when I was like starting, when I had to pay for like some of the the initial like costs of it, um, I was relying on the pre-orders, and I managed to like just sell enough in order to like be able to fund it all which was yeah. fucking brilliant. Um, I was really, really, really like stunned. You want an autographed copy? Then, Shari, um, yeah, buy it and send me an email um, I, to make a note. I'm in London a lot, Josh. So me and you are going to go out on the beer and you're going to you're gonna sign one of those bad boys in front of me. And I'll be like, an original, an original. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, if you guys meet up on a Saturday night by Sunday morning, Colin will have a picture, a picture of the book with you signing one of his ass cheeks. And he'd be sending that to me. He'd be like, "Yeah, just just sign it, Josh. It'd be okay." I can't believe he let you give it away. I, I was I was going to buy him lots of alcohol and make him just think it's his idea. I can't. I can't. Uh. Never signed someone's ass before. Not a pen. <laughs> I would give you a take in ink. <laughs> yes, we've got to one of the new levels. Yes. Any level. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I knew exactly. Where you I knew where I was going with it. Exactly. God, we're all right. Very quickly, we're going to end on AMC, and we're going to talk a little bit around what happened this week. So last week, so AMC joined the Russell One K, the Russell Russell yes. One Thousand, and so as part of that whole entry into the Russell One Thousand, they. Um, there's a mandatory requirement that the uh, the index buys a large amount of the stock to allow it to uh, to basically support its its um, buoyancy within the Russell, right? So that's the whole idea behind it. And um, so eight million shares were bought by were meant to be bought by the Russell to offset off, offset that. But AMC has been 100% utilized. There are no stocks available. Um, to buy in AMC, and that's been the way for ninety nine days. It's it must be longer than that now. It's got to be ninety nine days. So ninety nine day, yeah. so days, um, AMC has uh, had no stock to buy, um, but they seem to be able to. What's that? What's this popped up there? I can't see anything. I know what it is. Um, yeah, so um, the um, me sharing my screen. I was sharing my website from my booth. Oh, wait, is that you? Is it okay? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so um, there you go. There we go. Yes, look at that. So, um, it's just my poorly designed cover. I can't guarantee it's going to look like this. There's actually going to be something professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things I had to pay for. Cool. <laughs> Bye, Josh's book. Illustration yes. purposes. There's Josh. Yeah. Look, you look so young without the beard. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> is that a picture of you when you started 
writing the book and this is not, pretty much like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's horribly yeah <laughs> that is literally from last year actually i think is that so is that is that when moon.com is it when dash moon.com spent spelt correctly without the h yeah um, and you can watch the trailer from my book there as well that's I, that is still one of my favorite parts of this saga is uh when when lambo when moon and all that and the algos picked up the wendy's and the stocks just went through the roof on wendy's book it's like that's absolutely brilliant is that is it when dot moon yeah when dash when dash moon like uh oh what do you know what restreams let me down it's i think i think the the, the app we use has crashed basically and uh oh. it's it's still recording stuff it did really well until josh went this app's really good and then it it's josh's fault it's all josh's fault yeah. he's a guest it's all bl- blame the guest yeah anyway so go to www.one-moon.com and buy josh's book which when, i'm gonna do after this when, as in, as in, as in, as in, as in Wendy's, as in the stock ticker, and then the hedges went and pumped Wendy's. That was the best bit of tw- January 21 for me. That was, the, that, that was the best bit of January 21. Wait, so hang on, the when? No, no, there was better than that. Did you not so see when they were pumping calm? <laughs> Seriously, it's like CUM was going, yeah, 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 I'm not kidding. No. It's in my book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got the receipts. <laughs> I, I I just heard pumping come and lost it. I was like, okay. Two, I two pumps. I tell two you pump, what. Two pumps and I'm done, so. Yeah. 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 Three, yeah. Two Maybe pumps. Maybe we should stop this show. before it gets any more explicit. It's, get, it's getting out of control. <laughs> so we're, so we're going to move back to where we <laughs> Oh, sorry, I just... <laughs> to the person asking sorry, Sherry, Josh. Who's, Sherry who's, who's asking I'm pretty sure right that it's my pinned tweet on my profile on Twitter it is if you go to my Twitter it's the pinned tweet we'll take you to the uh, the page good about the good there you go find how to order it but hold the one commandment we can stay retarded longer than they can remain silent <laughs> yeah Jerry's <laughs> uh, autumn. When when Moas happens, we're going visiting her. Um, she's putting up a, us up in a spare room, and uh, yeah, hey. we, we'll be a guest for a while. So Josh, here's an invite. So we've we we always said when Moas happens, and we all we're all really rich and stuff, and we're all we're all footloose and fancy free. We um, to Vegas. No, well, no, we're going to no. take we're we're going to take the podcast to the US. We're going to casino. We're going to take, yeah. well, yeah, we, yeah, exactly. But we are going to go to Vegas. That's definitely going to happen. Um, we're going to take the podcast on the road in the US. We're going to do like a bit of a road trip around the US. So, mate, you are more than welcome. Yeah. And we're, we're going to visit, uh, visit our, our listeners, uh, people who contribute, the people we chat with, and just get out and see everyone. And do like, basically do like big pool parties with us talking for an hour on a, on a, on a podcast. And we'll nice. get people out, we'll get people out of the audience to do stupid shit. And then and then we'll go party for the rest of the, for rest of the weekend. That's exactly what we're going to do. Oh man, okay. I mean, I'm I have not, to bring I'm my not. best friend when we go to Vegas. I have to because we we talked about a post Moas holiday as well. Oh him man, and have, him and I have been huddling together, um, adding adding one share at a time. We can do it. We can, we, we can uh, sell the book. We can sell. We can sell Josh's book like everywhere we go. Yes, yes we'll buy a truckload of them and then sell them on the way around. Yeah. Rob, Rob, uh, so AKA Grumpy Old Gamer UK has uh, has basically offered to be the driver. So uh, he drive he drives fire he he drives uh, fire trucks, fire engines 
for a living, so uh, he's going to be our driver. So yeah, Rob, you're in. Well done, mate. Fire truck. Oh, he, he, he's, he's a fireman. He's a fireman. <laughs> yeah, so that's all. So that's all he can drive. So we have to rent a fire truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Podcast a pod crash fire truck. There you go. But if we ever go to Amsterdam, don't let him drive there because he he's shit at going through the split on the road. Rob will get that job. Want to drive if you go to fucking Amsterdam? No, Rob would. Yeah. That was a fun weekend, wasn't it, Rob? <laughs> my my stag do. Yeah, it's my stag do. I've got a great picture of Rob, and he he just his face is crumpled because we were crying, laughing for the, that much. It was. Anyway, carry on. It was your stag do, actually. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a bad. Fifteen bad... Elvises um, in Amsterdam. We we all dressed as Elvis. Steve's on as well now. So yeah. 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 My favorite moment of my favorite moment of that entire weekend was when we missed the ferry because of the massive crash. Obviously, that is on the a, on the A sixty four. There was a fatality on the A sixty four, which was that's the not my favorite hold. moment. Yeah, we we no, that, 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 that wasn't good. And, you know, that wasn't good. Thoughts yeah. with the family, but we the the motorway was like a car park. Everyone was out. Nothing was moving, and we a minibus full of Elvises managed to stop in the traffic. That's us, by next, the way. Yeah, next to a prison van, a prison transport no, van. Yeah. So we, we said to our happen. yeah, we no, said to did. our driver, Vic, put jailhouse rock on as loud as you can get it. So there's there's like 12 Elvises rocking a, a prison van to jailhouse rock. There's a picture, there's a picture oh of us all God. dancing around the van. And the van, they're banging on yeah. they're banging on the window because they can hear the music and we're the all they can see us dancing are around. Us on their phones. They say they're loving it in the back, and we're all like dancing around to jailhouse rock. <laughs> oh, it's true and that was one of the the timid moments from that weekend wasn't it Carl it really was yeah. mate yeah it really was anyway um, we're going to finish on AMC so the AMC have joined the Russell 1000 8 million shares that need to be bought they can't find them no one's bought them you know standard bollocks and corruption uh, and that's it yeah. <laughs> yeah. indeed crying. so much crying and just to finish off here, Melly is asking, uh, anyone checking on that uh, Anassis guy? Where has he gone? The guy that went and shorted AMC and went, and, come on, apes, do your worst. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, yeah, good for you. I went up uh, 16% on Monday. So uh, <laughs> good stuff. And just to finish off, finish, finish off, Vanguard, a little bit of positivity from Vanguard. It doesn't go, you know, it goes quite far. So this is from Simulation at Tinfoil Hat Flex. Ah, oh, cool. Mutual fund ownership of AMC is 184% <laughs> with over 900 million shares. Wow, that's that's quite nice. 35% are on loan, 22% are shorted. Institutions own 36%. And retail owns 80 plus percent, which is actually not true because we own 100% because the CFO of AMC has confirmed that. Does that, does that actually say that, that, that they own 184% of the company? No, it's uh, AMC is 184% owned just off the knowledge of what they have. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Fuck you. This is, yeah. this is, fuck you. That's like all I have to say about this. Like, fuck you. Like, I, no one can own 184% of anything. Like, can you imagine the outrage if, if we find out someone owned like 184% of a Liverpool Football Club? Like, can, can you imagine like, the, and the they still disgust. couldn't win the fucking league. 
Yeah, oh, fuck you, man. We were playing. <laughs> Gerard, Gerard almost fucking like had it for us with Villa, and then they just they couldn't hold on. <laughs> couldn't hold on. He's Scouts fan. Mm. Can I just say before right. before Rob oh, comments quit, quit him, quit before him. Rob comments on the on the chat, Rob is a massive Man City fan, massive Man City fan. So I'm expecting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, nice uh, shots fired, Sherry. Shots oil, fired. Oil. Must be a real nice to be like an oil money club, like nice history. Oh, like, shit. Like, Gosh. Yeah. He's okay. I, don't, I don't mind uh, his girls now. I don't mind uh, his girls. Yeah, I'll start on this one. Right, that's it. I think uh, you'll, you'll never beat City, says Rob. Some, right, someday uh, you'll see a full stadium, man. I promise. Like, someday. <laughs> I think Rob has six season tickets already. He does. He's, he's, he's basically 600% overinflated. He just sits around the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, can Rob, you imagine Rob, if they sold seats for 184% of Exactly. Rob owns 180% of his seats. They'd be right. That's, that's, actually, that's what fucking happened in the Champions League final. They, they oversold, they're like, that's literally what fucking happened. There was people turning up with the versus of the fucking tickets. Like, like, this is, it's actually what fucking happened. God. And there was outrage. There was more outrage about that than there was about like the hundred and forty percent short that they admitted. You've you've triggered Rob in the chat. Rob yeah. Robbie's triggered. So uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. He, right. He's going to drive his fire engine down to London tonight and just to like put his holes through your window. And and this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a job. If he does that, I will just applaud because I'm not a fuck. He's getting it in my window, but like, if he can, if he can park a truck somewhere where you can get it in, like, fair play. Man. And stick his knob through your window. That's gonna. I mean, that's that's a whole that's a whole new revelation of elements. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so look at Vanguard. Look at Vanguard saying, yeah, yeah, AMC 184 percent that we know. I mean, you know, the 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 just to sort of finish on this, the the whole the whole overshorting. You know, has gone from 100%, 200%, 300%, 500%. They think GME is over 9,000% overshorted. 9,000% overshorted. Yeah, ridiculous. I, I still think it, like, how it was. No one know how many shares there are. Like, they, how does no one know this information? They, they do know. Shares, but they don't they do know. know. Many, yeah, they, somebody knows. You know how many shares are out there? Do you think someone knows? Do you really think someone knows? Yeah, I'm sure someone's got an idea of how much has been. They would become how much the fuckery famous person on. in the world if they were to leak this information. Oh, I know. If okay. anyone is listening who has access to this, please fucking leak it. Yeah. <laughs> you will be included in the preface of um, Joshy's book. Yes, I, I will. I will personally ensure that you're like inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Can I, that's what you deserve. Can I? Can I ask that we're included in your book as well? That'd be, that'd be lovely. Thank you very much. Sure, I'm sure we can squeeze you in. Hey, Josh, you're a regular on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Great Escape Podcast. Yeah. I, I seriously, we're definitely having him back on because he's brilliant. Oh, he's brilliant. All right, you're definitely coming back on. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up there because we are literally 46 minutes and 58 seconds over where we need to be. So you need to go away and visit this gentleman here. So this is Josh. He owns the gist, thegist.co.uk. He has a YouTube channel. 
Yep. Uh, which is brilliant, by the way. You should definitely go on there. So if you if you if you put go, put the gist in YouTube, you will get Josh's channel because I tried it. But it's uh, youtube.com forward slash c forward slash the gist. And if nothing else, go on to his Twitter channel, uh, which is at give underscore me underscore the gist. And, and you will get everything you need and buy his book because it looks really good. Yeah. All there these will be in our um, Twitter. They'll all be, if you're in it, you're on it. They'll all be um, included in our t- um, Twitter and Facebook and what else do we on? We on call Spotify and everything. They'll all be on everything. So uh, Amazon. for book, there is, there is swearing in the book. Like I decided that like, no, I, this is a good thing. I, I was like considering whether I was allowed to swear or whether I would like try and sanitize some of the content. And I was just like, fuck yeah. that. You just lose <laughs> all of the like, you lose half the personality if I was to sanitize it. So totally. exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like, like my, it's my editor said he was it, laughing at some of the stuff because like I've included, it's mostly about the community themselves. And that's like, because I've, I've, I've seen, because um, the other two guys who wrote books about this, they just wrote about, the two weeks in January and they had like a couple of like people who made money on it involved in the book and then like hedge fund people. And it just, it was like a, like a well-told story, but they completely missed the point. So this is like, yeah. there's plenty of like, all the stupid. We had, we had a full conversation like about like how sweary can we get about dropping the C bomb and everything. It was, no, we, 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 we didn't. We, we fucking did. It we was with a, a pod- no conversation about it <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> it was with our first C bomb was with a guest special with Rach. Episode four of the man. podcast. So go uh, uh, www.podcast. Blah, 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 How swear can you get? And he's like, should we see the C bomb? She goes, ah, oh, it's just fucking just cunt. Say it. I'm like, okay, there it is. Well, actually, there's, there's, a, there's a podcast. Kenny is a cunt. Yeah. That's what you should, that's what you should title this, 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 this episode. Kenny is a Do you know what? Do you know what? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to finish on that. Let me, let me just fight. Let me, you carry on talking between yourselves. Did I am you going. see the, right. Okay. Speaking of Rach, she put um, a picture of herself on Twitter with a load of batteries saying, thank you for my vibrator batteries, Radio Shack. And then Radio Shack... God bless you, Rach. I love you. We need to get you Radio back on. Shack also did a tweet saying, if you find a squirter, marry her. And then it went viral. It went, it went viral. And then I, I, it's, it's Rach's fault. Radio Shack, all, it went viral. And then today I read a tweet saying, from Radio Shack, oh, it might be yesterday, I can't remember, saying... I. I I, I'm paraphrasing it. I can't remember the exact words, but I can't believe my tweet went viral. Um, I, I didn't expect to have to apologize to lots of people, but it's, uh, but I'm not not apologizing because my tweet was fire. It, it was fire as fuck. I'm happy with it. I'm not fired. Belt up, bitches. It's like, this is fucking awesome. Radio Shack kicking the shit out of stuff. Rach, we fucking, we fucking love you. Uh, right. Let me share this because this is the thing that... Uh, that uh, uh, Sammy's talking about so this is our website so this is our YouTube channel so it's uh, greatescapepodcast.com oh great guys greatescapepodcast.com um, it's this one here so let me uh, let me bring it up um, where is it where you on what are you doing Episode four, I told you episode four. You're fucking rain man with podcast. I know, I know. How about this? So these are all the cork pops that we've done across the shows over the last few weeks. 
you clip by all the signs. Yeah, I cl- it took me ages. That's a sound bite. That's yeah. a sound bite. We're done. That's it. We've captured that it. Fun, that was a funny episode. Rach is a great sport. Yeah. Rach is a really good sport. You want to get over she, she, I think she peed her pants and she fell off a couch twice during that. She got very drunk. She did, and uh, yeah, there you go. But we, so we, we, uh, we've not done a, pot, a cork pop for ages. But we used to cork pop everything we eat because we drink whiskey, right? So we used to yeah, cork pop. I got a screw top. Yeah, yeah. I could. Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to play a bit traditional. Really. There you go. Oh, there's, a, that, that, there's a nice cork pop. So we used to cork pop all the time. So I went through about twelve podcasts worth of cork pops and created that and created that, and uh, yeah, it was funny. And she basically said that she peed herself laughing. Anyway, there you go. That was it. End of it. Hundred. Well, God, an hour and fifty-two minutes. This is ridiculously over where we are. Josh, thank you extremely yeah, lots. Mate. Brilliant. No I um, you you are one hundred percent coming on again. I think maybe next week. Maybe get you on next week. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, good, I'm, yeah. Why not? I get you right because you've you've brought a different, slightly different insight to the podcast. Um, thank you, everyone Sorry, on the chat. Very angry side. Yeah. No, I, I mean, join your rants. We should have it, <laughs> even if he doesn't come on the podcast. We open mics next week. Us a rant. Yeah, record us a rant and send it in, and we can have Josh's rants. Josh's okay, rants. I'll send, yeah. I'll send you a rant because next week I'm interviewing. Uh, next Thursday I'm interviewing a guy called Jared Schroeder, um, who uh, has written a, a book about the the convergence of science and religion. So that's going to be Ooh. That, that's yeah. far too highbrow for us. Well, sort of. Actually, we, we'd be getting you, drunk with him as well. If you if you are if you are bored, Josh, this is a very good very book. Very I don't know if, oh, yeah, I've heard yeah, about this yeah. yeah. This book is absolutely amazing. So singularity is near. So this is a book my brother um, uh, suggested to me about how um, basically uh, technology and basically humans are, are, are morphing together like nanotechnology type stuff and you want to go and read it this is absolutely mind-blowing i mean this this book was written probably 10 years ago but it's so yeah. relevant yeah so relevant so yeah, yeah it's still a good book to read bad. yeah oh, there you go right there you go right brilliant josh thank you very very much um you are now uh a regular there you go sorry you are regular that's just just the way that's the way it goes thank you you're part of the great escape history History. archive zeitgeist whatever you want to call it you're playing it with us playing it i'm playing it oh wow golden Golden banana. banana Golden banana. I played this for ages, haven't we? Yeah, it doesn't happen often, Josh, but every now and yeah, again. You're in, hall, you're in a hall of fame now. Yeah, somebody receives the golden banana, and tonight it's for you. Oh, I feel so honored. Josh, is, you have you got are, the golden banana. It's, you're in a very rare, very select number of people. So yeah, I think we've got Dwight Dirk Exclusive club. We've got Wed Dirk Kurt for showing his arsehole on um, Market Watch. Market Watch. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> You've not seen that go, go 
Oh, I can't remember what podcast it was. But it, yeah, it, was it really fabulous. was. It really was that. It was very oh, poor, yeah. very nice. Um, and then we've got we've got uh, Ben Werman. Yeah. Uh, for doing his for his oh, DD, ben. so Ben is Ben is epic, right? So we love oh, Ben. Right. Ben's a ben very has promised to be my Moas guest on the podcast. So whenever, <gasps> it, whenever it starts to happen, we're just going to start streaming. Bitch, it's meant to be ours. You bitch, how dare you? Uh, ben, and ben then just putting it all about. Ben is listening. He's promised. I have it in writing. Like, <laughs> I've got the receipts, yeah, man. I'll we've, ruin you. We've not. We've not got that. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Damn you, Ben. Um. And then we've got uh, Dave Lauer, who's who was on there. We've got um Peter Ahan that was on there as well. So anyway, there you go. We, you are. You've made it to an exclusive club. Congratulations. Right, Josh. Thank, thank you very you. much for joining. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Josh's uh, guest for joining the stream as well. It was really good of you. Thank you very much. It was. Uh, it's great to interact with you. Um, Hope you enjoyed back, it, guys. Yeah, and we're back again next Thursday. So. uh I'd like to have Josh back on next Thursday. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, like you I said, I'm, I'm already pre-booked for the podcast. Yeah. I'm already, I'm rammed with stuff to do because I'm away for a couple of weeks at, at festivals and I need to have all the podcasts done before I leave. So. And you've got a cool um, t-shirt as well. We talked about it earlier, yeah. a cool t-shirt on. So cool. Josh, but thank I'd you very much. i come back on in the future though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Totally, totally. Josh, anytime. you are um, more than welcome. We can Because we're all in the same country. If we can't, can't meet up and get a, a, B, a IRL then we, we need to sort that shit out. Sure we, we are. And I also want to uh, I want to quickly uh, push another podcast that <laughs> we're doing as well. So we've got a new podcast called Whiskey Pies and Lies uh, that's coming out, which is actually um, it's myself and Sam and five other friends of ours um, uh, that we're all, we're all basically very old friends, like 30, 40 years of friends. Yeah. And uh, uh, that will probably be a horrible, messy, really messy affair where it's not strong related. It's just going to be general debauchery, debauchery yeah. in every way. Actually, Rob, I'm thinking we probably should invite you on. We should probably invite Rob on to this as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Rob, if you want to get involved with this, you can be the eighth member of the debauchery squad. And uh, it's just basically getting drunk and just chatting shit. That's what we're going to do. So, Josh, and you could be a guest on that if as, you wish as, as well. As our so. listenership um, flourishes, we will ask you to give us the topics of the week and then we will discuss them. That yeah. basically we're gonna it's gonna be an hour show literally two, anything two topics goes. anything goes and you'll just end up just talking shit for an hour basically yeah so that's pretty damn good to me awesome josh thank you listen well, thank you very josh very much for coming our, um josh can come on that one as well he can be our um, of course he can. yeah he can be right, our- we're wrapping up because we can't do two hours because that would be sacrilege so really josh thank nice. you very much thank you very much for everything go and visit josh's website it's the gist.co.uk Go on there, have a look, uh, and go visit his YouTube channel, uh, yep. which is on there as well. So uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash the gist and knock him up on Twitter. <laughs> really? Is it not is that is that not up. the term? Is that not the vernacular? Knock me up. Come on. Knock up, knock Josh knock up on up. Twitter. Thank you very much. That yep. is it. I'm gonna play some music and as we're always, gonna unedited as it is, this is how we are, and we'll say laters. Laters, goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you.